Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just stop for a couple seconds. Let the Lord reveal himself to you. Just put aside whatever's going on in your mind, in your will, and emotions. You don't need to do this with any energy. Just let it fall. Let any concerns you have just fall away. Let your environment just fade away. Focus on your heartbeat, on your breathing, on your appreciation for God, for everything he is, for how much he loves you, for his commitment and his promise, and his assurances. Thank him, being everything that he is, that we can trust him fully without knowing everything about him. We thank you, Lord, that you know what you're doing and we don't have to. Lord, thank you for giving us a hunger and a thirst to know you on your terms. Thank you for freeing us and changing us and healing us, giving us ever-increasing wisdom. Restore our soul to that original relationship with our spirit, with you, Lord. We want to receive unconditionally everything you want to give unconditionally. Lord, we understand that your basic nature is love. But what that love looks like is you give. So, Lord, we're going to have to learn to be receivers. The better we get at receiving from you on your terms, the more like you we become. Because our soul is freed, the eternal life that is you, your character, flows in and through us now, in the kingdom now, in our midst now. We receive 
eternal life now. Lord, we want everything that you have set aside for us. We want it all. Lord, even when we say stop, even when we reject you in our soul, we recognize that our spirit always says yes. Our spirit is always in agreement with yours. So listen to our spirit, Lord. We acknowledge that who we truly are, our true nature, our true spiritual nature, knows what's best for us. Lord, we, we also want to overcome time. We recognize that time is a created thing for this earth time, this earth being, this earth place, this earth realm. And because it's not, because it's created, it's not spiritual. So we have authority over it. We have power over time, Lord. Teach us how to redeem it. Lord, so many are concerned about being behind, about having missed you and feeling like they're never going to be able to catch up or you won't be able to do what you wanted them to do because they missed you or it's too late or their mantle was given to someone else or their gifts because they didn't do the right thing with it. And yet, Lord, we also don't want to think that we understand you can restore things, but we also understand that we don't value what we don't work for. So that there is work involved in recovering time, in redeeming time. But that when we give you an inch, you take 10,000 miles. When we give you a minute, you expand it into years. So we just give you the permission to do whatever is necessary, Lord. We want to make the most of our time here on this earth. And we could even call it self-enlightenment. This is what's best for us. It's not just what's best for you, Lord, but it's what's best for us. To be brought into oneness, spirit, soul, and body, so that we can receive eternal life in the kingdom now. And we also recognize, Lord, that when it comes to time, that you have your own times and seasons. That we may think we're late. We may think that we've missed it and so cannot recover. And we recognize that all things that come from you involve some kind of work or effort, time and attention, 
but we also know that there are times and seasons. And that very often when we think nothing is going on or that we've missed you, you're doing a deep work in secret, a private change on a level that we can't understand and you didn't want our involvement in. So, Lord, we just accept what your times and seasons are for us right now. Lord, if there are changes we need to make, we recognize that you get our attention in three areas. Our health, our finances, and our relationships. Just ask right now, Lord, because we want to be not just ready, but we want to be able to enjoy the process of what you're doing in our lives and in this world. But we want to make sure that we've taken care of the enemies behind the front lines. And where we're vulnerable, we want to do what we can to take care of those enemies, overcome, get healed, whatever's necessary. So, Lord, if there are financial issues, if there are debts that need to be paid, if, there's, if there are budgets that need to be put in place, if there is self-control that needs to be learned, or even loans that need to be forgiven. Lord, if there are whatever it needs to be done in the financial realm, just ask that you would bring that to our attention and show us specifically how that needs to be handled. Lord, in the relationship area, so many times we have an expectation of perfection and we don't settle for anything less and we're so hard on ourselves and we're so hard on others. Lord, give us the peace that passes understanding so that we can learn in practicality to forgive and be forgiven that we can learn how to keep the door open, that how, how can we be loving without being demanding? How can we give with no expectation of response? Or whatever changes in relationship need to occur, we ask that you just make that clear and precise. We want them, we want to take care of those little little foxes that attack the vine behind our lines. We don't want to be vulnerable where we don't need to be. And then finally in the area of health, Lord, especially mothers who have been taking care of everyone else. I just want to say you're not doing anyone any good. You're not setting a good example by not taking good care of yourself. By sacrificing for your family without taking care of yourself is teaching them that they are worth more 
than someone else, that they are entitled. This is a lot. There's a line there, but there are those who need to hear this. This is not something God takes pleasure in. Sacrifice without end is not his purpose for you. What are you teaching those in your family? What are you teaching your children about being a mother? Is there then going to be an expectation that the definition of being a good mother is never having a need, always being there for others? Is that the kind of thing you're teaching your daughter? Is that the kind of expectations you're giving your sons. And that's true for fathers. That's true for everyone. Family dynamics can be so difficult. And yet, why, did, why does God have us in families? So we can bug the heck out of one another. We all have high expectations. We, we think being in a family should get our needs met. It won't. God won't let your family meet your needs. You wouldn't need him. We are often so much more generous with complete strangers than we are with our own relatives. So let them off the hook. Let yourself off the hook. But also take stock, be practical about how you're treating your family and how you're expecting others to treat you. So, Lord, those three areas, our health, our relationships, and our finances, and they do often all run together. But we understand that that's where we will have vulnerabilities. That's where you will get our attention if we're resisting in other areas. So, Lord, we want to make sure that we can take care of, that we will take care of those things that we can take care of. Kind of start with a clean slate. So that as we learn other things, that we won't have those questions. We won't have those wounds, those vulnerabilities, and can step out in confidence, knowing that all is right we're ready to go. We're, we don't have any chink in our armor. And Lord, we ask if there is any other vulnerability in any of our lives as we start stepping forward in asking for supernatural experiences that you sharpen our senses, that you expand our understanding and our power and our authority that if there is any other area where we are vulnerable, if there's an area where we've made a promise, if there's an area that we have done something wrong, that we need to repair that, that we need to ask for forgiveness or extend forgiveness, any area, Lord, or even if there's a curse over our life or something generational, any area, Lord, we just want to make sure that we take the time 
and we ask you to make it plain and clear that we straighten out that area of our life. Because again, we don't want to have wounds in our past that we know about. Now that's not saying that we're taking care of everything, but we want to know that we've done everything we could to make sure our armor is strong and that we're ready for what you're leading us into. And Lord, we we want to do that anyway. We always want to have, take the opportunities that you give us, regardless of, of what comes next. We want to take full advantage of the circumstances and the environment you have us in so that we can be free to accept and free to give. Lord, again, you know exactly what we need. And I just ask that you you give to each one of us exactly what we need. Don't let us settle for anything less than everything you have for us. We thank you, Lord. So we're talking about supernatural experiences. We've been talking a little bit about how the soul your mind, will, and emotions has its own set of senses. And we're not going to, at this point in time, we're not going to get into starting to, to nail down and be specific about what those senses are. Because I'm not sure we've yet have a, enough vocabulary to describe the kinds, the different kinds of experiences we can have. I don't think we have the words or the understanding because I think compared to our natural senses, you know, we can say we've got five senses, but then if you want to add in, you know, there's other dimensions and other, you know, intuition and, and conscience and that kind of thing. And um, which maybe physical, maybe part of the natural, maybe part of the supernatural. These are some things we just don't know. But we do know that there is an innate sense of self-preservation and right and wrong, that kind of thing. But in the natural, we know we've got, you know, what we say is five physical senses. You know, seeing, hearing, touch, smelling, and tasting. I think in the solical realm, there's like over a hundred senses. And could be a bazillion times more of that. And then when we get to the spiritual realm, there it's limitless. So we're not going to our goal is not going to be to categorize or, shall we say, study the supernatural realm. Now we're going to investigate. We're going to discover, but we're not trying to put into nice, neat little columns of this is this kind of a an activity, this is that kind of a, a sense. 
This is this kind of a relationship. Now, we may do that over time in some areas just to, so we can communicate because this is going to be a problem. Because, you know, he says, taste and see that the Lord is good. There are things that we can't convey to one another because of our limited vocabulary. We have to experience it for ourselves. It's okay because that's what God wants. God wants us to experience it for ourselves. And then you get around someone who's had a similar type situation and you and you start to share and you don't need to. You just start and they go, I know exactly what you're talking about because it's a shared experience and you're co-experiencing it in the supernatural realm. Now again, the supernatural realm, there's the time does not is not there. There's no time. There's no peer pressure. There's other things, but but there's a lot of aspects of the natural that have no effect in the supernatural realm. Now there's other laws that do function there. But still, they are still, the supernatural realm is still under the authority and power of the spiritual realm. So it's nothing is out from under God. But as we start to be, be in union with Him, as he unifies our spirit, soul, and body, power and authority begins to be exerted in the supernatural realm and in the natural realm more and more. And because we're being unified, we experience the spiritual, the supernatural, and even the natural more and more. Now let's just go real quick to some of the, the common um, concepts that so often when we get it, start talking about the supernatural, we go to the gifts of the, the so-called gifts of the spirit. And I say the so-called because they aren't really of the spirit. They are, but they aren't. Everything is of the spirit. Okay, because everything is of God. God created everything. So you could say your car is of the spirit, your hand, your thoughts, your fill-in-the-blank. Everything is of the spirit. But what we run into when we start talking about the gifts of the spirit are actually the supernatural senses that you have, that everyone has, starting to come awake. Now, I know one minister, probably a lot of ministers now, call it a latent power of the soul. Now, it's not a distinct power, and it's 
again, a characteristic of every soul. Our soul, each one of us, whether we've been born again or not, our soul was made to receive spirit. And if it's not receiving spirit from God, it's open, your soul is open to receive other influences from the supernatural realm, from the natural realm. We'll get into this later. Now, there's nothing to be afraid of there. You've been in this situation your whole life. All of creation has been in this situation since God lowered humanity. When Adam and Eve fell, creation fell with them. Now, God's restoring humanity, and we'll see what he does with creation as well. But he's doing that on a person-by-person basis. And again, this is, this is why it's so important if you know, if you've experienced God's love for you, you can trust him. Very often, God will ask you to accept something before understanding it. I love when Moses was taking the slaves out of Egypt. He had asked God, okay, how do I know it's you? How do I know you're sending me? How do I know you're going to be there? How do I know this is going to work? How will I know what to do? And God's answer to Moses was, when you're worshiping on my mountain, you'll know. After you've had your experiences, that's when your understanding will come. After you trust him, you will see he's trustworthy. So start where you're at. If he can't be trusted, he's not God. Now, he's not obligated to accommodate your beliefs. Gentle and kind and patient, but he's not going to let us wallow in lies. And you don't want him to. You don't want to continue without the love and the joy and the peace and all the qualities and characteristics of spirit. God's not going to let you settle for anything less than receiving the full eternal life now. But he wants you to experience and then understand. And, and you may not ever 
fully understand the way you think you want to. There's going to be times when you just accept. Okay, Lord, I don't get that. I don't understand what what that was about. And then we ask, Lord, is there anything you want to tell me about what just happened, what, what I just saw, what I just experienced? See, this is part of the problem we have, is we have an experience, and sometimes, you know, what we can call a rare or a high level or, a, you know, spectacular experience, and we think it's nothing but truth. And it's not, because it's in the supernatural realm, not the spiritual so what do we do? We do the same thing we always do with everything. We take it to the Lord. Lord, is that you? Lord, teach me what that experience was about. Give him your time and attention on these supernatural experiences. You have, you cannot comprehend the wonderful, exciting, fulfilling things God has set aside just for you. So ask him this week, Lord, I, wanna, I want everything you have for me. So we will get back together again next week. Until then, this has been Diane Thomas of Rainer's Radio. Have a great night.